Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. I'm Sarah Poet, your host, and I want to welcome you to this episode where we talk about inner and outer beauty with Carolyn Lara. And listen for it, because I thought that I was inviting Carolyn for one reason, uh, to talk about the heart, because this woman emanates an essence that I thought was the heart. I thought we were going to talk about the heart. And then I realized what she's emanating is this inner beauty. And so please enjoy the episode. Thanks for being here. So many blessings to you. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who they are. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. Women are healing from outdated paradigms and we are rising. And we're not doing it by fighting or further depleting ourselves anymore. We are doing it by remembering who we are and standing in that unified truth. Here, we remember together through stories, tools, and curiosity. And in doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. Visit sarahpoet.com today for tools for your feminine, masculine awakening journey and to schedule mentorships and couples coaching with me directly. Now, let's begin. Hello and welcome. I hope that this is finding you well. I'm releasing this episode on the Virgo full moon in Pisces. I am not an astrologer. I don't pretend to be, but I'm a Pisces sun and a Virgo rising. So this whole like Pisces Virgo thing feels like home to me. Um, I hope that you're feeling blessed today. I wanted to just do a couple of invitations here for just a few quick moments before we get to this episode. Um, Heartland is open. Heartland. Um, Heartland is a prosperity teaching. It's a prosperity activation. Um, It is a teaching for where we are going as women. And so if you have been you know, just like stuck in depletion with money or energy for a while as a woman who grew up in this, you know, this patriarchal thing we got, um, this thing we inherited and we're learning new ways and, um, you know, you really just want like a refreshing, um, perspective around prosperity and, how to embody it and how to um, be the essence of it um, that therefore leads the way into your new reality. Um, That's what Heartland is. It is an eight-week transmission with me. This is um, the the time that I will teach it in 2022, and um, we're calling in that soul group now to to join. So please go to sarahpoet.com backslash 
Heartland, read all about this uh, transmission that can take you from depletion into regenerative energetics, which you have been hearing me talk about on this podcast all year if you have been listening. And um, check it out and sign up. There are options to pay in full and save some money. There are options to pay in full and have some sessions with me included in the price, uh, the lowest price that my sessions will ever go. Um, And then there's also a payment plan option and you can always add private sessions with me inside the group, which again is the only way to have private sessions with me anymore is to like be in um, a group, a membership, or obviously one-on-one work is like the deepest dive possible. So um, anyway, that's how to get in there and schedule and join for this prosperous transmission into um, a new feminine frequency. So I hope to see you there. And I think that um, I'll keep it short and simple, just reminding you that the Sacred Remembering membership is also open. We've got some really great energy going in that group. Um, Women are opening up to one another, healing that separation um, myth between women that, you know, that we grew up with, uh, with like watching women be competitive and and things like that. and we are watching that heal. We are watching women as they own the truth of who they are, including their mystical gifts or channeling gifts or um, just their sacred truths. And we need community for that and to, um, to experience that and like codify that in our beings and our essence so that we can go out into the world as this uh, new and awakened um, embodied it was like solidified version of, of who we are. I don't know that I like the word solidified, but, um, you know, <laughs> malleable, um, ever changing, but confident and, um, and embodied versions of who we truly are rather than, you know, acting as oh, like society would want us to act, you know, those kinds of pressures going with the internal instead of the external, if you will. So the Sacred Remembering membership is available now. There is an entire library of resources that we're always adding to. There's a call uh, recording library in history, and then a lot of the teachings that I have done over the past like three to five years are in there as well, as well as meditations, um, energy activations, And then you get the Mighty Network and you also get two live calls per month, at least two live calls per month. So I hope to see you there. And um, you can find that at sarahpoet.com as well. And just look under the the work with me um, menu. And we hope to see you there. We are growing that thriving community and it feels really, really good. Like women who want to do it differently. So love you members of the sacred remembering community love you thank you for being there and um yeah opening our hearts and welcoming and uh, more more community so so much love enjoy this um 
Virgo full moon if this is when you're catching this episode on the day it releases and if not uh, many many blessings uh, eternally and also in your present moment time and space so much love thanks for being here um don't forget to rate and review please wherever you listen to podcasts that's a wonderful wonderful way to um energy exchange for the gifts that come through the sacred remembering podcast so thank you thank you thank you for your your presence and your energy exchange and um here you go here's Hello, Carolyn. Welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. Hey, I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you for inviting me. I just wanted to have a conversation with you. Okay, <laughs> that's so the, yeah, <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, that's what is going on with this podcast. But um, thank you for saying yes, and I look forward to getting to know you better um, on this podcast and for listeners to hear um, you and. There's just such a beautiful resonance of heart energy that you um, emanate, you know, and um, I I think that the field that you uh, create and that you emanate is just so beautiful, like in my experience and and perspective. And so I look forward to hearing about your heart today and um, like how you became uh, this this woman uh, with so much embodied love. So thank you. Thank you so much for seeing that in me. <laughs> I'm looking forward to sharing absolutely so let me read your bio for folks here and then we'll get started with our conversation carolyn laura leads others with a visionary approach to ideas in her practice indigo rose wellness i love that name she believes everyone has the right to create the life of their dreams doing what they love and that everyone deserves to live comfortably. Carolyn had a 20-plus year career in the beauty industry um, with positions ranging from the wedding industry, national news as a staff makeup artist, and climbing really to the top 5% of that field, and then leaving that behind to now coach and support individuals seeking a path of holistic beauty, inner and outer. There's a magical aspect to creating that outer beauty for the world to see. And she knew that the lasting results would only come from inner work. Carolyn herself has been devoted to personal healing and transformation for at least 20 years as well. She believes that each person holds the ability to heal themselves with lifestyle and mindset and no doubt a little bit of magic, um, with the intention of holding space for transformation at the highest level. She became a Reiki master, went to yoga school, learned many alternative healing modalities. She has natural gifts of intuition, uh, which occurred and started at a very young age. And she started um, working as a professional intuitive along the way as well. 
It brings her great joy to look deeper into the energetic layers using both sides of the brain. Yes, yes, intuition and strategy when working now with clients. She's now a coach for creatives and holds the highest possible vision of the whole person at the soul level. She integrates her psychic sight, scanning all aspects of the person's life and looking at their birth blueprint and their divine purpose. And she's able to see their, um, I love this, their immaculate concept of self, setting creatives on a path to embody a strategy that stops leaking energy so that they can live their destiny. I love it. Yes. So that heart resonance that I'm feeling, I mean, it, it is so much an essence of beauty. And now I'm like putting that together. So <laughs> yeah. And your hair is always done so well and your makeup, like, you know, the outer beauty is certainly so much a part of um, what you emanate, but yeah, this, like what I was calling heart is really an essence of beauty. Mm, thank you so much for seeing that. It's yes. Let's talk about beauty. Okay, let's, let's start there. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You know, wherever you want to start with beauty, but um, maybe that inner outer journey that um, that you were on professionally in different ways. Yeah. Um, I guess it can go deep pretty quick if we go into that. Um, we go deep here. No yeah, problem. Here. So, <laughs> You know, beauty is what it is. It's, you know, God is beauty, nature is beauty, everything's beauty, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And I feel like beauty's present in everything if you're seeing it that way. One mm-hmm. side. The opposite side is the distortions of beauty and judgment and separation and the illusion. So I stopped seeing people as oh, their outer figure, their face is perfect, their figure is perfect, they're putting themselves together this way, that means they're beautiful. That kind of left for me a long time ago. Yes, they are a nice look at, attractive, sure, whatever. It's just really what's inside is what resonates outwardly to really um, show me beauty, you know? Yes. So that yeah. can deepen to the illusion of beauty, not being good enough or even creating it and watching how somebody transforms when they're not having a good day. They're not fully feeling themselves. They're not in their, you know, divine beauty energy. And you're bringing that out and you're just bringing everything up a little bit, creating a little bit more illusion so they can be seen for what's actually inside. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, you're always like I like I mentioned, like every time I see you, I mean, your hair and makeup are done. And so and I enjoy this, too. Like I I didn't blow dry my hair today, but I put some little like curly stuff in it. You know, it's like it's doing its thing. But I put on some makeup and, and I'm like, I feel better when I do that. Like I don't do that because of how I think the world would would be judging me. I, I do that because of like how I want to feel in, in my beauty. And I actually really wanted to wear this white sweater today and paint my nails red, but like, I didn't get to the nail polish today. Um, but like, you know, it, it just makes you feel better. So um, can you just speak to that? Like your own beauty practices, those external beauty practices, and maybe the how and the why that you maintain those. Sure. 
Um, I feel like it's really important to eat as healthy as possible yeah. and put your environment with as much beauty as possible. So it's kind of inside out. But as far as like actual things, um, I like to wear just a little tiny bit of makeup. I don't like to wear a lot. So I just want to kind of even out my skin a little bit and put a little bit of rose in my cheeks. I feel like that's really youthful looking. Um, a little bit of eyeliner. I love mascara. Today I have one purple mascara. You really can't see, but it makes my eyes fun. Hair. <laughs> you know, just those little tiny things every single day. Um, just putting a tiny little bend in my hair and some texture so it feels a little fluffier to me gives me a lot more pep in my step and only five minutes a day. Like for you, you just, you're doing it for you. Yeah, exactly. Even if I'm just sitting in the house, I like to feel, you know, put together and like, I'm showing up as my best right now. This is currently how I feel my best is with this little bit here and there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I love how you're going back and forth between the inner outer. And so you're saying like, eat good food and you know, you want to feel good on the inside also. Um, yeah. From that body level, like that physical level to the emotion, like the emotional wellness, the mental wellness. Um, yeah. The spiritual wellness and yeah. Okay. I'm just going to like, I want to set you loose so that you can just like talk to us about this integration of beauty because I'm, I'm all ears. Yeah. Um, so recently I was feeling like down, you know, Uh like, I know I'll just really do my hair up and I'll just tease it up. I'll put some more effort in and I'll wear an outfit that's more curvy and put a little bit more makeup on than I normally would. And I was kind of trying to create this persona that I could step into just like I do for my clients. Mm -hmm. And I found that it used to work in the past Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's still May, but this particular time, I really had to honor my energy where it actually was rather than trying to step into an illusion container and live in that space, you know? Yeah. So I kind of saw myself all dialed up and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not even feeling this. You uh, know? I need mm-hmm. to get back into myself right now and like fill my cup, fill my beauty from within and then I feel just as beautiful with a little bit. So, and so how did you do that? Oh, well, um, you know, taking a lot of baths and just really choosing myself first, where there's a fine line between self-love and selfishness. And I would not consider myself a selfish person at all, but mm-hmm. I do find every avenue I can to try to love on myself. Um, especially the last three months has been huge transformations. Um, my whole life's went from here to there, signing old divorce papers that I procrastinated for five years. Mm, and I that's freedom. I yeah. <laughs> my house, which was once on my vision board, I had a you know beautiful home. I just sold it. And um, up until the last minute, I had no place to live you know, and I'm very picky. I want everything a certain way, like an artist does, you know, my other house was so beautiful. It was hard for me to downgrade and all these things. And at the last minute, um, I just had faith. And that's what we Mm -hmm. talked about before the interview, but I just faith that I'm always provided for. I'm always taken care of. I have a lot of inner beauty. I have a lot of inner strength, a lot of grace reserves. Everything's going to be okay. Um, and just kept focusing on 
the little tiny things that I could do to feel good within myself, taking walks, talking to certain people, reading certain books. Um, my energy container got very, very small around myself so I could um, maintain the sense mm-hmm. of inner beauty that I was trying to cultivate. And then at the last minute, everything kind of came through perfectly. Okay. I love so much of what you just said, and I want to talk about different aspects of it. But what you said last about creating almost like a tighter container around yourself where you could really cultivate that beauty and that self-care and how you wanted to feel. I love that so much. And I, you know, in this space of, of sacred remembrance and, you know, call it like uh, personal growth and things like that. There's, there's always um, light and shadow, I feel to like how we go about things. And so sometimes when I'm feeling um, like you're describing, which I have been too recently, I've like created a, a tighter container around myself and I'm like going for more hikes in the woods and like really feeling into what my body needs, doing a lot of body level upgrades, um, you know, even cellular upgrades. And, and it is allowing this next layer of healing to happen. And you could say that that's like isolation, Or, you know, it could have like some aspects of a shadow um, behavior to it, but I don't know even why I brought in the shadow just then, but it's like, it's both. And sometimes it's like, yeah, I'm going through something and I'm taking care of myself and I'm cultivating beauty and I'll be back out here in a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely agree with that. And there's, I've been doing a lot of judgment and separation work in the last months too. And I noticed judgments that I didn't even realize that I had and how any judgment creates separation. And yes. the only way for me to be more connected in unity with everyone is for me to take the isolation space to get my cup full. It's the only way I can connect in a more full, authentic way. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love that so much too. Um, okay. Yeah, because what I was talking about was like a judgment of, okay, going in and isolating or going in and creating that tighter container is like somehow, you know, bad or wrong. But like, for the time, you just know in yourself that that's what needs to happen in order to cultivate like the best version of self. And I love that you're saying like, I'm not just curling my hair and putting on the makeup and going out and pretending like I'm not going to do that. Yes. Yeah. thousand percent a thousand percent because you and I both have like online businesses and, you know, there's this, um, you know, kind of pressure perception persona to, you know, only put beauty on the internet, you know? And so, um, yeah, being really authentic with yourself and maybe like you take a couple of weeks where you don't post anything while you're in that and it's fine. You don't have to pretend. I want to go back to the thing that you said about faith and cultivating inner beauty as a faith practice. Can you break that down for us a little bit more? I love this. I have chills right now, actually. I'm like, oh, I needed to hear this. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just so much like, just like we were saying, the illusion of just getting yourself all dolled up isn't going to cut it anymore if you're not doing the deep inner work. And, um, 
when you start to face the deep inner work and you start to clear things out, I know for a lot of people, the last two years, since everything started changing, if you're on a higher vibration, you've had to purify, you've had to get rid of things, letting go of the attachments hurts. And I think for me anyway, a go-to would be like, oh, maybe you're not enough. You know, it's a classic fear everybody has on some level. Mm-hmm. Go into a loop of I'm not enough. And then I'll judge something about my beauty. Oh, that five pounds is snuck on. That means I'm not enough. Or, oh, this means I'm not enough. Some reason. And I'm just seeing that that's all a lie. It's all an illusion. And it's basically um, so something that would create further separation from a, un- a state of unity. So... Mm-hmm. In the process of really doing the deep clearing, um, the deep healing that I've been doing for the last two years, um, it's really just having faith in all the inner love that I've cultivated, everything that I've transmuted into love um, is going to be shining, you know, and it's okay if I have to process through a few weeks of grief about the divorce or you know, the fears of switching from one career that was very stable to following my North Star mission, which is something totally different, you know, right. right. So it's having faith the whole entire time. And, you know, feeling good in yourself is the only way feeling clear and feeling good in yourself is the only way to really get the messages of where you're going next, and trusting and have faith in that even when it seems ridiculous. Yes. Okay. So cultivating the inner beauty leads to the clarity and that's how you know which steps to take. Like beauty is true. And if you're not feeling in alignment with your own beauty, it's not in alignment with truth. Like you are beautiful. Everybody is beautiful. Mm. You're not feeling that if you're not embodying that, it just means more love and more focus has to be put in those spaces to kind of make you feel that way or clear up any lies that are telling you something different, old patterns, conditioning, belief, separation, et cetera. Yes. Yes. I love this so much. And I'm reflecting on um, some clearing that I've been doing recently, which is in the purification and it's actually, actually in the upgrade of like the masculine essence and template that's in, you know, present in my life and my field as a woman and, and um, like how I relate to life. And so, I mean, really, really deep stuff, but what was highlighted as I was, you know, we're on this committed path to live this soul mission and purpose. And, and so these things are going to come up where it's revealed like, oh, here's a a bit of turbulence or a bit of stuckness or a bit of trauma um, or, you know, a pattern in the body or something like that, where, um, you know, it's like, I, I almost don't like the term next level. It's a little cliche, but like in order to get to where you're going, something does have to clear and cleanse and purify. And I would say like transmute through you because these things that we're talking about, like relationships ending and, and like career changes and upgrading the masculine template. I mean, they're like (laughs) some of the most big, like the biggest things I can think about. And so there is this, um, you know, let's call it a frequency or or just a way that we have existed 
in one moment with a certain set of conditions. And then when we say, no, I'd like to keep going on my life purpose path, there's just going to be this, um, like something's going to be revealed that has to be cleaned up. And, um, and mine, you know, talking about beauty, I'm just, I'm going to like name something that seems like really gross here on the podcast, because, you know, (laughs) I like to just like normalize the fuck out of things. But, um, like what was coming up was like an, an old trauma that I thought that I dealt with, but there was like another layer and it had to do with, um, like deep childhood abuse. I won't go into it, but my gut and like my digestion and, um, like how I held my anxiety in my gut, there was another layer of that, that wanted to clear that I didn't see it coming. I didn't know that it had to be done. And so I've been like changing my diet and going for colonics and like celebrating, like cleaning out even that part of my body, but it's making me like feel so much more like beautiful and radiant and um, like clear. And so in the trauma clearing, um, yeah, really having to clear like that, which is not beautiful. And sometimes that looks really messy, like, like, you know, like, colonics or I don't think colonics, like it's not messy, but it's like your digestion. Like I'm talking about like literal elimination from your body. And it's, and so I'm naming that Caroline. I know that you understand why I'm naming that. Cause it's like, no, we're going to have to clear like the gritty stuff to allow for the space of more beauty and lightness. And um, maybe you could talk about, you know, I know that you've done so much personal work. You've done so much studying of like that, which is beyond the physical. And so um, maybe take us there. Like as we're doing this inner beauty work, as we're doing the cleansing of the body or the um, taking care of our diet and, and like inner beauty in all of the ways, how are we actually upgrading um, cellularly or on the consciousness level? Hmm. I would say the first thing that's popping into my mind is um, the dense energies that are getting stuck in your digestive tract, um, in your energy field, different emotional bodies, mental bodies, and like shame and stuff. Shame yeah. is such hard. Oh, yeah. One of the lowest emotions, that, one of the lowest energy fields that gets stuck. And when you have to actually, when you reach shame and you have to face it, it's very challenging, you know, hard to hold the space for your own shame, let alone somebody else's Mm. projections, this and that. But um, I think people are actually going to be facing their shame around whatever they've created for themselves. Like whenever they said, I'm not good enough, they're kind of going to be realizing Mm. that's an illusion. And there may be some shame tied into I'm not good enough. It could be a whole loop right there. So like Mm. really, looking at that shame, holding it, loving it. That's how you're transmuting it. Mm. And the shame's gone. And then you're left with that space for beauty. But I guess not being afraid to go down to the deepest levels Mm -hmm. of what's blocking you. Like literally your colon sometimes. (laughs) I did the same thing about six months ago. It was my whole digestive system. And I didn't even realize how much energetic trauma was stuck in my digestive system for PTSD Mm -hmm this and that. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that we both are, 
you know, going into more of the space, like what does the feminine actually want to do rather than what the masculine feels like is forced to be done and switching around that whole template. I ran on the masculine for a long time. I could get anything done, had lots of businesses, this, that, Mm -hmm. and I judged just being, and I wanted to do, you know, I mean, classic, but I didn't realize that it came from like um, conditioning when I was younger and I didn't realize how deep it was. And the more layers I did, I had to go into my digestive system as well. And it made a huge difference. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like shame and the digestive system are two huge things that will really help to transmute you to the next level. Amazing. And shame in the digestive system. I hadn't even put that together, but like, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. I was, um, it is. I mean, it's the densest, like lowest frequency emotion or condition that we can be carrying. And, um, yeah. And, and we, we all, we all do have it and carry it for different reasons. And then, yeah, I was like down there in a, um, in like experiencing and actually looking at the shame that a child carries for having been abused. And I was like, Whoa, I didn't know I was carrying that. And so I was doing that emotional work, but I actually didn't put that together with the, like with the work that I've been doing on um, cleaning out the, the colon and the digestion. So that's awesome. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah. So we can, you know, I was explaining this to my son the other day. I know we're both mamas of boys. My son just turned 13 and um, I was explaining to him and kind of like showing him David Hawkins chart of the frequency, the the vibrations of the different emotions. And so um, because I just like woken up in a little bit of a funk and he said, why are you angry? Like I named it. I was like, I feel something like anger in my body this morning. I'm going to have to work out. It was a Sunday. And he said, um, why, why are you angry? Which is like a very standard response for a, a son, you know, like, uh Oh, why is the mom angry? You know? But I was like, it actually doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. Nothing happened. I just feel this energy in my body. And so I'm going to move it. And I like pulled up that chart um, from my computer and showed him like, it's just important that we transmute the density. It's right. just important that we transmute the energy and we have tools to do that. Like yeah. exercise or tapping or yeah, all the things. So, and then, yeah, the, the expression of beauty, like as we transmute those dense emotions, the expression of beauty is it able to shine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the beauty shines more in lightness. You know, it can't shine in all the shame. The shame makes you want to hide and cover it up and feel embarrassed about it or, you know, but if that's, you realize and that's an illusion, break that up with the love, then you're free to be in beauty. Yeah. yeah. And you're vibrant. Mm-hmm. Mm. The aura will really um, expand in that way once you've broken through those lower level um, densities. I just... I know what you mean by that. And I just want you to like say a little bit more about that. Like your aura will expand when you break up those densities, like, you know, break, break that out or expand that for our listeners. Um, Like the divine spark in you 
is the wholeness. And it's the thing that's connected to everybody else. And there's no separation. And if you're outside of that, even if you're feeling cranky, you're feeling upset, you're feeling angry, you're feeling shame, you know, keep going down. When you're in those vibrations, you're not able to feel the essence of your divine spark, which is the beauty. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you actually take the time, which some of them, depending on how long they've been there um, or what they've been there from, could take a little bit longer to. But as long as you're going into that space, bringing it up, and you're going to feel terrible. If you're in the space, (laughs) you're in your shame it's not going to feel good, you know? And so just really sitting with it, holding it and like welcoming, like, hello, shame. Thank you for the messages. Um, you know, I honor you. What do you need to share with me? And then listening to it. Sometimes it has nothing to say. Sometimes it might say, oh, you know, I've gotten even so far as like, I felt these emotions be like, you've abandoned me in some way or, you know, mm-hmm. kind of really talking deep to yourself and trying mm-hmm. to find out what the messages are. And then I just, once I've gotten that cleared up, I hold the space with love. I imagine white light into my heart or white light into those feelings. And um, some days it takes a day. You know, recently I've walked with hard feelings for like two weeks while I was clearing things up. And every single day I'm like, oh, grief, you're here mm-hmm. again. Cool. Do you want to go for a walk? There's nothing mm-hmm. else I could do. I just had to be with it mm-hmm. and not fight it or not run from it. Um, I don't think addictions are really going to work for people any longer as they used to, to kind of get away from your own inner being. I think it's, this is the year. If you haven't done it already, you're going to be facing it, but just doing that. As soon as you move one, another one might come up. It might be a process if you haven't done a bit of this, but doing that each each and every time will make space for more and more of your true light and true beauty to be shown through your aura. I love that so much. And, and really just appreciate how you're slowing that down and articulating this like befriending of each emotion and being with it until it's moved. I know that you just from knowing you, um, I know that you've done a lot of inner child work specifically. Is that, did that kind of come from there? Like looking at those parts that need some tenderness and then like caring for them like a child? Yeah. I think any trigger kind of comes up from something that's unresolved. And so all that inner child work um, really got me very, very close so I can tap in immediately and see which layer needs my attention. Oh, is this the classic I'm not important trigger coming up again? Oh, my old friend. I know how to deal with you now. You're important. You're important. It's very quick now, you know, and I can Mm. easily recognize if a storyline's coming up that's out of alignment with my true self Mm. and also that. You can't be shining your divine spark if you've got all these other negative emotions present too. Like they're both there and you can choose your divine spark to kind of be the shining force. If you, you might have to look for it a little bit, but it's there and it wants to shine. Yeah. Yeah. Take us like into that a little bit. And I know that this is what you help coach, um, creatives on and like people who are, you know, in the, in the pivot or want to create something. And this is so important to just name outright. Like when we choose this path, our shit is going to come up. 
Like the density is going to come up. And I think, again, there's a lot of like guilt and shame, like, oh, I shouldn't have this coming up. And it's like, no, 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 no. Do what Carolyn's saying right now. And and transmute that because then you're, I love that you're calling the beauty, the divine spark, that spark can shine. Um, I would just, I would love to hear you talk more about the divine alignment um, and maybe around your coaching practice now and how like you're able to see kind of the, the blueprint or the like original possibility. And then I'm gathering that you're also able to see where this density is residing. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, Especially with creatives, I think it's goes into a flow. Like the creative energy isn't even yours or it isn't even theirs. It's coming from a place. Yeah, you can do it for it. And if you've got a lot of junk in your system, dense emotions, not good enough, the classic things everybody has them, it's just a matter of have you dealt with them or not, you know, really exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you haven't dealt with it, you're not aware of it. It's probably still there. So the creative energy comes through the more open of a faucet you are, the more clear your channel is, the more the energy is going to be able to come through. you're blocking it with negative emotions, the creative energy can't come through. And then it usually results in a creative imbalance. It could be like even a feeling of not a, maybe not even a diagnosable bipolar, but an up and down like this because the creative energy is blocked. Mm. Um, so then the more clear that you can be, the more clear your channel is. And you're more receptive to what's actually coming through you on a higher frequency. So when people are like, and I mean, I've done this too. So now I'm, I'm also self-reflecting as you're saying this, but you know, when we feel, I'll just say we, when we feel um, the blocks or like, why isn't this working for me? Your approach would be like, where is the blockage? Yeah. And in the energy field, in this density. Yeah. There is a blockage. There is. Yeah. Yeah. And like you have the choice not to be blocked. So it's kind of like a smoky haze all around you. Like I woke up super cranky the other day. I couldn't Mm -hmm. even get out of it, taking baths, doing this, doing that, all the things. I did 10 things to try to get myself into a space. Yeah. Heavy. It was like, you know, and um, I remembered, okay, the divine spark's always there. You just have to find it, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I literally felt like I was like swimming through my own shit to get to this divine spark. And I, I touched it for a second and I was like, oh, this is too much work to stay in the divine spark today. I'm just going to be cranky right now. And as soon as I kind of went into that space, it kind of lifted up. And then I went into the other space. Uh-huh. So playing with it a little bit, but I was able to find that radiant inner beauty, even in the muck of that um, bad mood that I was kind of experiencing too. Oh, I love that. Like, where's the divine spark? It's here somewhere. It's here, right? How foggy are you? But it's still here. You're going to have to break through your own fog to see it sometimes. Yeah. I think that's a really good practice that if you're feeling those negative emotions, you're not in direct alignment with your divine spark you know, and then you can pull that energy more to the surface. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
<laughs> the other day, uh, very similar situation. I was like, rah, 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 you know, yeah. <laughs> and didn't, and, and I'm in this whole thing about like washing productivity energy out of my life. I'm just like uh-huh. cleansing the productivity energy, right. like the doing for the sake of doing. I'm just like, I'm a no to that. Um, you know, what else is, is there? And um, the divine spark, you know, sometimes I call that to like, like finding that heart's desire. Like, what is the thing that your soul lights up about? Like, what is it that it like wants to do? And, um, we so often like stay in the grind of, well, what do I have to do next? Um, you know, like I even did this this morning when I was journaling and I was like, oh, I have to email Carolyn. And, and like the, the thing that I had to do came to mind, but I was like, Sarah, you're writing right now. Like this is like your practice. This is like where, you know, yourself stop thinking about productivity, you know? And so anyway, um, or like the next, the next to-do list. But I also find, and this is like a shadow um, that that I've really been with, uh, you know, kind of continually, but um, through phases, is like we get used to what life feels like with the density. We get used to what the old, like we could say, like old timeline or struggle feels like. And so sometimes when we're in that cranky moment or mood, we're actually choosing to stay there. And like, I just wanted to bring that out too, because we're like, oh, we can just find the divine spark. And I'm like, well, sometimes I self-sabotage and I know what that divine spark is. And sometimes I don't choose it. Right. Right. You know? Which is like patterns and habits of suffering. And so this is all like (laughs) very, this is, these are, you know, we're talking about consciousness here. We're talking about like choosing, choosing the liberation of the density, choosing the beauty um, and choosing to like, to sit with it and go through the process, processes of it. And then also I would say allowing yourself to have the beauty. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, maybe some people wouldn't allow themselves to have the radiance of beauty because they're afraid of that radiance aura too. You're kind of like darned if you do and darned if you don't in a sense, you know, like if you're, if your aura is too much, you're too much, like Mm. much, not enough, too much, not enough, you know, rather than just being, you know, like you are, I am. Yes. Oh my gosh. So like this conversation, all the conversations on the Sacred Remembering podcast are always like, oh yes, like a total <laughs> aha for me. But this one really is too, because, um, you know, what I was talking about, like needing to liberate, I also needed to liberate like a silence recently. And I'm also saying this for like all of the, you know, female listeners who have the density, have the trauma, oftentimes with that goes a secrecy. Right. And that was what I needed to liberate. And I didn't even realize that I needed to do that. It was just like, my soul was kind of pinging me like, here's the next thing you have to do. But I couldn't liberate the density in me without also liberating the silence. And then 
like, because I couldn't um, be in my fullest expression if I was holding the silence about the, the childhood trauma in that way still. And so I am noticing a giant liberation of energy, like throughout, you know, all of the dimensions of self, but um, like really a lot more of this beauty and it's still like anchoring. I'm still letting myself have it. I'm still kind of like acclimating to the, the new levels of beauty um, that are possible in life. But yeah, like I, I, yeah, I wanted to say that it was like the, the liberation of um, maybe like a story or a legacy that you're holding that's like not yours. And that unburdening is a big unburdening of density. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. so interesting. It makes me think of um, when I was actually in your space container for the Sacred Masculine uh, King Group earlier this year. Yes. Uh huh. And I really felt the difference of having the king hold the space for me. Yeah. And so what the next level of that was, was really holding the space for myself. And I kind of felt like I have all these deep feelings. I'm transmuting. I'm loving everyone. I'm giving, you know, this and that. Please share this with me to my close friends or family. And like, I wanted to have them be really close with me and help to transmute with me, you know? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like you wanted them to like, see the light too. <laughs> right. Kind of. Yeah. Uh huh. And after that um, had shifted after that work, had kind of like really got integrated in me. I really started to hold the space for my own nectar myself. You yes. know, I started to have something just for me. Mm-hmm. and nurture that and let that it's still growing obviously it's still in its incubator, yeah. incubator mm-hmm. um, kind of process there but that really shifted something for me that to hold to have the space being held by the masculine is also the feminine not being wounded leaking it you know yes. right so it was like a counterpart that was really deep with healing that came yeah. from that container with you it's kind of how it started Yes. Yes. Amazing. Oh my gosh. There's so much there. There's so much there. (laughs) Yeah. And so for anyone who's listening, who's kind of like new to feminine masculine, you know, sometimes as women, we want that external masculine, like what, you know, whether it be a man or a father or like a notion of the divine to hold space so that we can do this work. And so that we can go to our depths, but um, yeah, it really is like inner work and we can do that in conjunction with masculine essences, you know, which, which we can do, which I teach. And, and I'm so living a big layer of that right now. Um, And what we really want, like, you know, a sacred masculine or the divine masculine wants the feminine to go to her depths. Right. And so you're holding that container for yourself to say, I'm going to go to these depths and I'm going to excavate the fuck out of this beauty that I know is my own soul. 
And like, I think it's really beautiful and rather painful, but um, like when a man can't do that, like for you and you're like, oh, I fucking have to do it myself. And that's so liberating because um, you're going to take yourself to your deepest depths. And I think that like when we can do that and when we know the value of our beauty, I mean, that's like some high level discernment. Um, That's some. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need anything else. You're able to hold all that beautiful nectar essence right there. Yes. And that beautiful, like (laughs) fucking excavated from the depths (laughs) beauty essence is what is radiating out into the world and is going to attract you know, uh, a partner, if you want one, um, it, like yesterday I attracted someone that I was like, no, oh, thank you. You know? <laughs> um, so it's going to attract right. and like, you don't have to say yes. Um, so you, you can, um, be more, you know, radiant and beautiful and magnetic and then discern as a woman, what you want in your life. I mean, this is like new paradigm stuff right here. it really was a new paradigm to see that if you're getting the skill to really hold all of your own essence and all of your own transmutation how much power that you have in that inner beauty you know yes oh my gosh I love it I love this conversation so much um And as we start to wrap up, let's just tune in and um, see, see if there's anything that you, that your heart and soul came to say that I haven't asked you about yet. And um, yeah, anything you want to share? Um, Just quickly, I mentioned about like holding your own, like kind of like rose, divine rose in your heart, heart space, thinking of a rose blooming inside your heart every single day. And um, secondly, it's just about faith that you are going to be taken care of. The more you purify, trust yourself, trust your higher wisdom, you're on a path. Um, Also, right now, people are are not able to see. As a visionary, I used to be able to see a way further out. Sometimes it's not like that. And you're only able to see one or two steps in front of you. So things don't get convoluted with your own planning. Um, like the bigger picture plan is better than anyone can ever have for themselves. And it's really about trust and faith and like taking the next steps and surrender to, I would say being a servant, switching into gaining rather than serving is kind of where things are going to be going. And, um, sometimes it's one or two steps at a time and it's really having faith in that process Mm. care of. I love this so much. Okay. I'm not done yet. I'm not done interviewing (laughs) you yet. No. Okay. We're staying Um, (laughs) because it's so important. So you're coaching people on like their strategy, their vision for their life's purpose. And you're saying, um, well, if you try to, I love this because everybody, every business coach will ask you what your five-year plan is. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck, like God's got the plan. Right. Like I have these pings, but you know, um, I'll show up. So I love what you're saying about cultivating the beauty and this like movement of density 
And then tuning into what the next few steps are as a faith-based strategy <laughs> practice. Yep. Yes. I'm getting chills about it too. Yeah. Because I, I planned my whole life out before. I had yeah. vision boards of the house, the career, the husband, this and that and this and that. And I reached every single thing and it left me feeling empty or what dissatisfied, whatever. And it was time for it all to crumble down and rebuild something from a soul essence, which if you ask my dad, and I was like, that's crazy, you know, but I'm like, Hey, I'm not on your timeline of what you think I should be doing any longer. I'm listening to the one to two steps that are coming um, and getting things ready. And I think it's right now, like about preparing yourself to be stable, to accept whatever you're supposed to be doing to accept whatever challenges you're supposed to be doing coming into the next couple of years, you know, everything's changed, everything's shifted. Um, Some people are holding the space to help others get to the next level. And this could be a clearing time where you don't have a million clients, but you're really getting all your foundational pieces together Mm -hmm. and making yourself strong. And a couple of my friends are like, we're ready. We're ready for all the clients, you know? And it's almost like the universe is like, calm down. They're coming. Just rest, will you? Just try to get grounded in the process. I'm going to give you a couple of steps at a time, something that you can manage. Things are changing really, really quickly. Like be adaptable right now um, and like minimize everything that you can and kind of get your life simple, manageable and grounded. And then you're ready, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do. Like the last (laughs) six months of 2021, we're like, build structures and stop fucking worrying, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then now that I'm going through this upgrade, I'm actually taking a week next week to go to the ocean. Like I was gifted a house at the ocean. Thanks, Lacey. And, (laughs) um, and I, I, it couldn't be better timing because I have to just like, I mean, it's a, it's like a crystalline cleanse that's going on in my life. And I'm looking at my business. And um, so today the conscious money podcast releases our podcast is going to release in a few weeks. And when I interview the conscious money guide, Rana Wilson, such an amazing person and interview, I was like, I know spirits telling me that I actually am out of energetic alignment because I have to raise my prices in my business. And I was like resisting raising my prices. And now to like, as of this week, that's done. And like, so a new energetic sort of template is in the business. And, and then I was getting these pings last night. Like I literally sat on Monday while my son was in a group edited the website and made my services more clear. And then I got this ping like, yeah. And if you're at the ocean and half of those services want to wash out into the ocean, (laughs) like let it go. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So that was like three weeks ago, Monday, today, next week, like it's, it's a lot's happening. A lot's happening. And the more I clear and align, the more the business is reflecting to me exactly what it is that, you know, I'm supposed to be doing right now. Right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yep. way more streamlined. 
like a very streamlined here. Like, yeah, to yourself, get grounded, streamline. Yes, yes, yourself. Yes, love yourself, streamline. I love it. And like, (laughs) allow, allow it to be streamlined and stop making it so freaking hard. (laughs) I'm saying that to myself. I'm sure I'm not the only person that needed to. No, it is about allowing, yeah, allowing it to come in. And if you're trying to force this and force that, it's not even like an alignment any longer. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. You're wasting your energy. Totally not going to work. Yep. (laughs) Yep. We know about it. You can just like save yourself some time and don't waste it and listen to us. Yeah. All right, Carolyn. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Please tell everyone where they can find you. And you do these strategy sessions. And you were saying to me before we press record that like, you don't need a lot of time to get a lot of information. So I want you to say that again for everyone to hear, because that's really important. Yeah, one of my gifts is speed and efficiency mm-hmm. in um, conjunction with my intuition and strategy. So within an hour, um, it starts out with intuitive work. We kind of dig into this, dig into that, talk about your dreams, talk about what you see yourself doing. A lot of times it's a little bit off that path, you know, like mm-hmm. you might have a dream for a huge production and you kind of want it to happen soon but there's all these different barriers and you don't even know where to get started. Mm-hmm. That could be a reason that it's not actually the right thing for you in a mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. It's like an old vision that you're holding on to that mm-hmm. I should be creating. So if we kind of just look at all of that and look at where we can get you as fast as possible um, mm-hmm. in alignment with your highest self. And um, the shadows usually come up pretty quickly, like, where are you kind of leaking energy? Where are you wasting energy? Where are you shooting yourself in the foot and, or not even loving yourself? Where are you not in alignment? Um, and quickly put in a strategy for the next best steps for them to reach like that immaculate version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I've helped a lot of businesses go from concept to um, six figures to try to help them figure out um, the best place to kind of serve, which is alignment with their soul and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Intuition and strategy all together is my favorite thing. Yes. Yeah. Like the soul and the strategy. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, simple, and simple, simple, simple. Yeah. Yeah. Like one or two steps and then come back and like do it again. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Well, thank you. Oh, I also wanted to ask, how did you find your house? It was like a leap of faith. <laughs> yeah, um, it was down to about a week before the settlement date of my other wow. house. And my real estate agent was like, you've turned down everything. You, you know, you're looking for perfection. Almost like I'm not messing with you anymore. Uh-huh. And um, I found some house and I was kind of stuck on... I'm only living in these three cities, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And like, this is exactly what the house is going to look like, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I just found it and um, it was in a different city, close to one of the other cities, but it wasn't in my direct search. And within a few minutes, the lady said, okay, do you want it? And I said, oh yes, I want it. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, do you want to think about it? And I'm like, no, I want to give you a deposit right now. Like this house feels like yes to me. Every single uh-huh. thing was perfect. I love the neighborhood. It's basically everything I wanted in a city, and I didn't even know anything was happening in this city. Mm. So 
It was perfect. And we went off of energy. It wasn't even like, let me run your credit or this and that. It was just the perfect Mm -hmm. fit. I love that. At the last minute. I love it. I love it. Oh, wow. Well, it's such a pleasure talking with you. Thank you for coming and um, yeah, sharing your beauty essence with us. Thank you so much, Sarah. It was definitely a pleasure and a gift. Yes, absolutely. Please say your website here. So people are like, they're driving in their cars. They can hear where to contact you. Um, Indigo Rose Wellness or on Instagram at Indigo Rose Wellness. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Have a beautiful day, everyone. You. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath. And thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Remember that you are not alone on the sacred path and women are rising now together. You can visit my website, sarahpoet.com for more tools and inspiration to support your sacred remembering path. Please be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I love to hear from you. Stay connected and here's to your path of sacred remembering.